And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us on the line. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. What a day we've had yesterday, right? <laughs> It was an all-nighting, honestly, and mm. more so probably for the candidates and the respective parties awaiting the final tally, particularly in Gyeonggi-do province. It's I know uh, until the Still, very uh, last up until this, yeah, yeah, up until like five minutes ago, or yeah. let's say about 15 minutes ago, we didn't really know yeah. who was going to win that post. But uh, yeah, we'll be getting into the details of that. But it certainly has been hectic. <laughs> We're talking about the local elections. As we mentioned in our headlines, it seems like a big landslide victory for the PPP, the Conservatives. It means a pendulum has swung the other way. And mm -hmm. in line with perhaps uh, newly elected President Yoon and his policies, will this be the fast track? Well, we have to get to the details as to why it's really not that simple, is it? But first and foremost, let's take a look at the local elections. This is our first keyword of the day. PPP victory. <laughs> so the ruling People Power Party clinched a resounding victory in Wednesday's local elections, dealing another blow to the Democratic Party that is already reeling from the loss of, of course, the presidential election. The wound is fresh. Run us through the results. The wound is certainly uh, fresh. I mean, it's only been what a few months, a couple of months since that uh, election defeat for the DP and the uh, victory for the PPP or Yoon Song Yeol anyway. Um, now, the PPP was expected to win at least 12 out of 17 key races for big city mayors and provincial governors, and of course, including the Seoul mayoralship as well. Uh, the DP won only four key races, including three in the stronghold of Cholla provinces. Um, the biggest battleground, of course, being Gyeonggi-do province, that tight race between the PPP's Kim Eun-hye and her DP rival Kim Dong-yeon. Uh, they've been kind of going back and forth throughout the wee hours of uh, this morning, uh, not up until, uh, yeah, just a few minutes ago, in fact. Um, but Kim Dong-yeon has managed to overtake Kim Eun-hye's marginal win. Uh, that was about less than a percentage point, and he becomes the new Kyunggi governor. That ends Kim Eun-hye's hopes of becoming Korea's first female provincial governor, if she did uh, certainly win. But uh, that hasn't been the case this time round. Um, should the PPP take, uh, well, it has taken the Kyunggi uh, governorship, mm. it will be the first time, it's the first time in 16 years for the Conservative Party to win all three key races in Seoul, Kyunggi and Incheon. Uh, speaking of Seoul, Seolmir also staying in his position, he's been re-elected, he becomes the first person to win that post four times. Mm. So that's uh, certainly a new unprecedented milestone for mm. him. Um, the PPP's Yu Jung-bok won the race for Incheon mayor. Uh, the ruling party also took the governorships of both Chungcheong provinces, south and north, both the Gyeongsang provinces and Gangwon province. It also won mayorships of the central cities of Sejong and Daejeon, um, as well as the southeastern cities of Daegu, Ulsan and Busan. Uh, as I mentioned before, the DP won the key posts in only four regions, mm. namely the Cholla provinces, Gwangju and Jeju. Uh, the PPP's Busan mayoral candidate Park Hyung-jun beat the DP's Pyeong Sang-wan. The PPP's Daegu mayoral candidate Hong Jun-pyo, who was also being closely watched, mm. defeated uh, Sa Jae-hoon. Uh, the DP's Gwangju mayoral candidate Kang Gi-jung defeated mm. his PPP rival Chu Gi-hwan. Mm. Uh, and the DP's Jeju governor candidate Oh Young-hoon uh, defended, defeated rather, mm. the PPP's Ho Ho Hyang-jin. That's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> but uh, that's basically uh, 
the rundown of the results of those elections. All right. Also at stake were, of course, seven National Assembly seats in the parliamentary by-elections. What's the latest on that? Yes, these are parliamentary by-elections, not to be confused with the general elections, which are happening in two years' time. Uh, But there were seven vacancies in Parliament, so that's what was up for grabs. The DP's former presidential candidate, Lee Jae-myung, was elected uh, to the National Assembly representing Incheon's Keang B district. Uh, He wasn't all that happy, though, acknowledging (laughs) the DP's defeat elsewhere. So he wasn't in a very um, celebratory uh, mood uh, upon his uh, victory Um, Now, he said he humbly accepts the stern rebuke the people have given the DP, in his words, and he vowed to regain the public's trust. Uh, Meanwhile, Ancho Su of the PVP secured the seats representing the Pundang A district of Sungnam, beating Kim Byung-gwan of the DP. Mm. What does this all uh, imply for the Yoon Sung-yeol government? Let's take a look. This is our second keyword of the day. Momentum for Yoon. Uh, the results, when finalized, are expected to significantly strengthen the mandate of the new Yoon Sung Yeol government, of course. Yeah, you say when finalized, but we're nearly there at the right. end of the voting count. I mean, they have taken quite a while until uh, up until this early in the morning. But uh, yes, it doesn't mean that there's going to be any changes in the fact that the PVP has had uh, a resounding victory and an overwhelming victory in this uh, election. Um, and the show of support for his policies uh, has come just three weeks after he took office. Uh, what just say the results show that the public still has confidence in Yoon's policies uh, just three, uh, a few weeks into the president's new term. Um, they also believe the results show a certain level of discontent towards the Moon Jae-in administration and the DP over the past five years as well. Uh, also, pundits say that more members of the public are warming up to Yoon after he took office uh, as well. Now, considering he won the presidential election uh, by a very tight margin, watchers believe the public sentiment has definitely kind of leaned towards the Conservatives mm. um, in the early uh, first few weeks uh, of his presidency. Mm. Um, one key issue for voters, of course, uh, was housing prices, especially in Seoul, and still is one of the key issues. Uh, Yoon has pledged to build thousands of housing units and make rents affordable, uh, but hasn't been in office long enough to make enough of any real impact or any real negative impact for that matter. So the public is still kind of testing the waters, if you will. Mm. Um, now, his economic policies surrounding private sector-led growth are also being uh, seeming to be being received uh, a bit well from the Conservatives. Uh, or the voters now but it's not all good news for the PPP as they still don't have a majority in parliament they have to wait as I said two years until the general election in order to have any chance of taking the majority from the DP until then it's going to be a pretty much a tough battle uh, for the president and the uh, ruling party to push through their agenda in parliament there's going to be a lot of political uh, battling for certain bills to be pushed through um, some watchers say that for the moment, the public has decided also to kind of play it safe and give the PPP kind of a chance uh, to kind of settle in and see what they're all about right. instead of ruling them out completely so early into uh, Yoon's term. And this could also be interpreted as the DP's kind of negative campaigning against the PPP mm. not working and kind of serving as a double-edged sword and kind of backfiring on them. We've seen a lot of, we've had it through the loudspeakers and these mm. trucks that have been driving by. There seems to be a lot of negative 
kind of mudslinging uh, between both parties, but right. the DP more such, uh, more so in terms of uh, targeting the PPP. Yeah, and it hasn't really proved effective for them. If mm. not, it's uh, proven to be kind of worse, in fact. Yeah. Absolutely. It does seem like the general consensus is that the public leans, uh, well, is more lenient towards the Yun your government in a sense that they want to give them a competitive edge. But like you said, it's the National Assembly that passes bills. It's an uphill battle. It's not as yeah. if the ruling PPP now can just push through with their plans. It sounds like a lot of intense tug of war because two years time, a lot can be done. We're talking about a five year presidency. That's right. It is a five year presidency yeah. indeed. And uh, it's interesting to see how quickly the tide can change. I right. mean, five years, well, in 2018, uh, the, it was an overwhelming victory for the Democratic Party. Right. But in the space of uh, five years right. uh, or four years, in fact, I mean, is, that tide has suddenly changed. I mean, opinion polls suggested 10 victories for the PPP, but of course that number has uh, well been surpassed now with mm. the votes being counted. Um, and of course, we have to wait until two years, but there are many predictions mm. uh, suggesting that it's not going to be too different in mm. uh, the general elections in two years' time. But of course, mm. uh, we don't know anything until that time has come. Now, you might be opening up an entire Pandora's box when we talk about the political pendulum swinging left to right uh, to liberal to conservatives. Is that the most effective way of getting the job done? Political pundits can argue not necessarily, but that's just a way it's been in the course of Korea's democracy. All right, let's move on to our third keyword of the day. Low turnout. So the final turnout in the local elections was far lower than initially expected. So, Adam, I need to understand. Could you run us through the details? Yeah, we've kind of been hoping that yeah. we might have seen, you know, new record turnouts, uh, that we've kind of been seeing this increase in voter turnout uh, among the recent uh, elections or major elections that have been taking place. But the final turnout was tentatively uh, tallied at 50.9%, and it's not really going to steer much from that. Uh, that is the second lowest ever uh, for local uh, elections. Mm. Now, out of the total 44.3 million eligible voters, about 22.5 million nationwide had cast their ballots as of 7.30 p.m. when voting polls close, mm. uh, that half an hour being, or an hour and a half rather, being a time for the COVID-19 patients and those in quarantine to be allowed to vote. Mm. Uh, now, the final tally, which includes the early voting, is down 9.3 percentage points from 60.2% that was recorded back in the 2018 at local elections. As I said, it is the second lowest following 48.9% that was logged in the local elections back in 2002, the era of the World Cup. Mm -mm. Probably a lot of people were out <laughs> watching football instead of uh, sure. casting their ballots. Um, now, by region, Seoul recorded at 53.2%, Kyungi Province 50.6%, and Incheon 48.9%. South Chola posted the highest turnout of 58.5%. Gwangju registered the lowest turnout of 37.7%. Mm. Um, as for the by-elections for the seven National Assembly seats, the final turnout is estimated at 55.6%. That's according to, all of this is according to the National Election Commission. Uh, the results of the election also show that most public opinion polls were in fact correct. There were no real surprises, for example, of, of a sudden surge of uh, what's dubbed as silent voters um, supporting the DP. Mm. It actually turned out that the PVP had even more support than initially shown in the opinion polls. 
Uh, there were some regions that showed the DP having a bit more votes than expected, but of course that wasn't really enough to turn the tide of the election. Uh, DP members had been saying that opinion polls can't be trusted, but that kind of mindset seems to have cost them uh, the election. Um, also, the election results show that there is a clear divide among young men and women in terms of which party they support. Uh, men in their 20s tend to lean towards the Conservatives, and women in their 20s show that they leaned more towards the Liberals. That gap was also seen in the presidential election, but has widened even further in yesterday's election. Mm. Um, and a poll by the three big broadcasters show that 65.1% of men in their 20s uh, supported the PPP. 66.8% of their female counterparts supported the DP. Now, the same trend was kind of seen in men and women um, in their 30s, mm. though not by such a large margin. So mm. that was an, also an interesting uh, statistic to look yeah. at as well. Uh, it also means that it's another uphill battle, I suppose, in uniting a very divided country. I mean, we're talking about gender gap um, and issues and discrepancies that are so right. rampant in Korean society. How will the ruling Conservative Party and, well, the Democratic Party, is there a middle, middle ground? But anyway, the aim seems to be pushing to unite the country right i mean it's always been kind of that that divide has always been there men tend to usually steer right. towards the conservatives in terms of their economic policies right. usually and women more towards those kind of um equality based and those uh um shall we say emotional <laughs> type of policies if That's you will or part of it or yeah. equality uh and gender equality right. and uh, of course with new song you uh, pledging to get rid of that gender equality ministry it could mm. also have played a part um, as well in terms of their support for uh, the PPP. Mm. Um, but of course, there's a lot of factors that determine this mm. kind of um, demographic divide. Uh, as for the fiercely fought race for the Gyeonggi governorship position, it seems like with a fraction of a percentage point of 0.14, it went to Kim Dong-yeon. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's coverage. That was a lot to take in. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the detailed report. We'll speak to you again tomorrow. You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.